0: is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. With all the chaos going on in the world, do you find yourself getting ready or simply getting angry? Well, the Bible does have that famous verse, be angry and do not sin. It's important we stay focused. As Pastor J.D. will discuss in his Prophecy Update today, right now it's more important than ever to be ready for Jesus. Now don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 21st, 2022.
1: I'm going to hang in there and I'm going to speak the truth no matter what. I know it's unpopular. I know it's probably going to get me killed. I know nobody wants to hear it. But it's the words you put on my mouth and they burn within me. I can't not. And then he has another meltdown. Two verses later, he's like, I, that's it, I can't take it anymore. And then two verses later, Lord, you, who is like unto you? And then two verses later, Lord, I, I quit again. Jeremiah, you hang in there. It's going to be okay. You're, you're going to make it. God's going to see you through this, and he does. So, Pastor, what's your point? My point is, is that we shouldn't be surprised because this is the last church in the last days and you see it right there on the screen we're, we're, we're what's the the what's the difference oh i can let's see which one's more convenient i can go to the school i can go to the hospital the medical center the stadium or the church what's the difference They're all the same. Now, please don't, again, misunderstand me. I'm not talking about dominion theology or kingdom now theology or new apostolic reformation where we're going to take back the world. You know, the seven mountain mandate and no. I'm not talking about taking over the world. I'm talking about reaching the lost in the world for Jesus. Okay. Last week and this week, I, I, I come to the end. You're at the end? Yeah. Don't look at your watches. We're almost done, but... I come to the end, and it's it's like, Lord, this is only the proverbial tip of the iceberg. And (laughs) what I shared, what I just shared with you today, it's just the tip of the iceberg. I'll go back to the metaphor that we began with, the idiom, the tail wagging the dog. I think the world has dictated to the church what the church can and cannot do. And as such, we are powerless and compromised and lukewarm. And Jesus isn't even in that church anymore. He's knocking on the door, asking to come back in. You know, last week we were talking about not getting angry, just getting ready. (laughs) Which, (laughs) I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. Lord's doing a work in my life in that area. I've come a long ways, by the way, by the grace of God. But I have a choice now before me. I can get angry and start ranting and yelling, which I'm really good at that, by the way. It is a custom in my country, by the way. (laughs) We yell very well, very well. But what good is that going to do? And and why get angry? I mean, I told you that this is what was going to happen at the time of the end. If anything, this shouldn't make you angry. This should make you very excited. If you're right with me and ready for me, then, you know, this means only one thing. (laughs) You're out of here, baby. You're out of here. Because I'm going to come and I'm going to take you. As I promised I would. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And (laughs) the place that I'm preparing for you, man, I'm thinking, I'm just kind of doing the math in my head, 2,000 years. Been working on that for 2,000 years. Every time I go Kailua Beach, which isn't very often, I walk down flags and they're building these, I mean, mansions. And I have to confess, there's, you know, I know that in me there dwells no good thing. The Apostle Paul said, that is in my flesh. And my flesh rears its ugly head and envy. And wow. Look at this place. Right on the beach. It's huge. I think the restroom is the size of my house in just the guest house. Wow. How cool would this be? And the Lord's going, "What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> you're
1: going to settle for that? Oh, listen. The place I'm preparing for you. You know that they poured concrete. Uh, you're, you're not getting concrete. It's going to be gold." Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I'm good now. I forgot. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. I forgot. We're going to talk about this in First Peter when it comes to hope. Choosing hope. I choose hope, not anger. Not fear, not anxiety. I choose hope because this is our blessed hope. And it's not a hope like I, I sure hope so. No. It's a done deal it's a done deal. It's just a matter of time. And that's the good news. And that's why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. And it's also why we do the simple explanation of salvation with the ABCs of salvation. Let me, let me start with the, the gospel. And please, I hope that so I know we do this every week, and we have for how many years now, but please don 't let it be rote. You know what I mean by that? because I, I remember I, I touched on this last week, maybe I have a little bit more time this week, but when we say gospel, the word gospel means good news, your debt has been paid. you are free to go yeah. now. We love good news, right? You know, when somebody comes to you and says, hey, I've got bad news and I've got good news, which one do you want first? To which I always respond, get thee behind me, Satan. I'll take the good news, take your bad news, and hit the, hit the road. I don't want to hear any bad news. I want to hear good news. What's the good news? Well, you're going to get a raise. Oh, that's good news. Uh, this happened. Oh, that's good news. That's just good news. But this is the good news. Because you see, on that day a pay raise, though good news is not the good news, it's of no use to me. On that day, this is the only good news I want to hear, is that I'm saved. And the reason I'm saved is because Jesus came and died for me in my place. And He was buried, And He rose again from the dead on the third day, and good news, He's coming back again one day, soon and very soon, to catch you away and take you away to that place that He prepared for you in His Father's house. I'll take it. Where do I sign? No need for sign. How did I do? Was that pretty good? I'm working on this local thing. I was, well, Thank you. Thank you so much. Those of you online, never mind. <laughs> it's, a, it's a local thing.
0: <laughs> but
1: I'll take it. No need for sign because he paid it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I could never do it that good. So I'm not even going to try. I'll ruin it. But anyway, it's, he did it. He paid in full for me. Because of his love for me. He died for me. And I'm saved. And that's the good news. What are the ABCs? Again, this is not a, Formula, Please don't make a formula out of it. It's actually just a simple tool to equip you so you're at the ready to give to everyone an answer of that hope that you have in Jesus Christ. It's just a simple explanation. And the A is just for admit or acknowledge. I mean... <laughs> Until and unless you acknowledge that you're a sinner, why would you need a Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there's no one righteous, not even one. You might be a good person, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all missed the mark. That's what the word sin means, by the way. It's an archery term. You missed the bullseye. You sinned. We've all fell short, missed the mark of God's perfect standard of righteousness. Now what are we going to do? Well, we have a big problem. Because with that missing of the mark and sin comes a penalty. And it's the death penalty, Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. But here's the good news. I want you to notice this word, key word, the gift of of God, Good news, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, who paid for the gift? Jesus did. He signed for it. He paid for it in full. What did it cost him? Everything. Because no greater love hath any man that he lay down his life for another. So, he paid in full, and it is finished period, not comma, nothing else to do. I've been paid for, bought and paid for. I am not my own, but I'm purchased with a price. He paid the price in full, and he offers all of us, because all have sinned, this gift that he paid for, and it's the gift of eternal life that we receive. It's that simple. You you can't pay for it because now it's not a gift, it's a purchase. And also, by the way, you can't re-gift it either. (laughs) Because (laughs) you can try, you can share it, but you can't re-gift it. That's the A, here's the B, and this is so central. Because really it's as simple as B. I mean, we say as simple as ABC, it's actually as simple as B. Believe. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. For God so loved the world, loved the world, not to condemn. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. God loves you. Satan brings condemnation, but Romans 8.1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in Him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, this is important because He had to defeat death. He had to rise again from the dead. If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. He defeated death. Death no longer has a sting. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. And this is the expression when you believe in your heart. This is just what comes out. It's a confessing with your mouth. Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10.13, lastly, it says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's childlike simple. Would to God that we would not complicate the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's very simple. Well, let me end with today's but God testimony. It comes from Allie Andrasky. You're going to see why I chose this one here in a moment. She writes, Dear Pastor J.D., I am an online member from central Wisconsin, sadly reporting the deaths of my healthy mother and healthy husband, and how correct you were about the vaccine and how hospice is killing people. My husband insisted that we all get the jab so we could have family gatherings with the grandchildren. We all had the jab, same batch on the same day, May 3rd, 2021. My mother and husband both developed cancer over the summer and by October hospitalized, lung cancer for mom and internal melanoma for my husband, Ken. By December, my mom was placed in hospice. She was literally walking around for two weeks. Then overnight, I was told she had slid and couldn't breathe, and that they wanted to give her morphine. The family agreed, but what they didn't say was that once on morphine, they take away all food and water took my mother five long days for her body to shut down, and she passed away. In January, my husband Ken went into hospice. Same thing. After one week, they said his health slipped and he needed morphine. I said, no. When I was gone and he had his adult children in with him, the nurse convinced them, to put him on morphine. I told them what would happen, but they convinced their dad to stay on it. Sure enough, they took away all food and water, and it took five long days for his body to shut down, and he passed away on my birthday. But God knew how stressed my husband was, that he could not even buy me a birthday card. Every day he could talk. He told me how sorry he was that he couldn't get me a card or flowers. This was his special gift. My mother and husband had the same radiology oncologist. You can imagine how surprised he was when he saw me in his office for, you guessed it, cancer breast. Neither my husband or I had been on any prescriptions. No cancer has ever been in my family until my mother was diagnosed. I told the radiology oncologist that the three of us had the same vax batch on the same day. He said, ah, seemed too much, but a coincidence. She goes on and says, I'm gonna make it. My cancer was detected early. I had a lumpectomy and radiation. The cancer had not spread to my lymph nodes. And just like the woman who lost her husband, Ralph, God does provide. I have a special friend, Alice, who has become my support angel, loved by distance. She is helping me through the dark depths. God is truly amazing. JD, you are right. There can be no other explanation why three healthy adults would all develop cancer within a few months of the J and J injection. You are also correct that people are deliberately being killed in hospice. I later learned that my local hospice gets money for every death. This is incredibly sickening to me. Thank you, Pastor J.D., for your ministry. Keep telling me we are near the rapture. I will. Every week. She says, I never get tired of hearing this. You are such a blessing. Thank you, and may God bless you, Allie. Let's stand up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's why. That's why. I talk about this. That's why. And I'm going to keep talking about this. Father in heaven, I... uh, (laughs) Not that I want to compare myself with Jeremiah, but sometimes I, I feel like him. I I don't want to talk about this. I would love nothing more than to not have to talk about this, but it burns within me because it's the truth, and we're at the end. And you have called me to proclaim this truth of your soon return and the rapture of the church. It's our only hope, and I cannot be silent. So Lord, thank you. Thank You for this hope that is ours in You, Jesus. Thank You that at any moment we can hear that trumpet sound, and the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up, raptured up in the twinkling of an eye, given our glorified bodies, And we're going to meet you in the air and be with you forever. And you're going to take us to that place you prepared for us, just knowing that even the loved ones that have died, that we're going to get to see them too. Oh, Lord, thank you. Lord, for anyone who does not know you, has never called on you, put their trust in you. I pray that today I... I, I beg of you if you're watching online or even if you're here in this church service and you're unsure. That's why you're here, by the way. That's why you're still watching online. Today's the day. Today is the day of salvation. Your eternal life begins today. Please, I implore you, do not delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdf-ar-a-g.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out Our Church Family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor JD. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually— every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass, so there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.